Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today we want to talk about repentance and what is it, what does it mean? It's, of course, part of the gospel. And this is the thing that is missing in so many times and so many uh, it's issues in modern evangelicalism where we're not actually hearing the gospel much in churches. Where you know, And I, I remember hearing a discussion the other day and someone asked, is so-and-so preacher, you know, does he have the gospel? Like, well, you know, he has a lot of Bible verses message. Now, there's a radical difference between having a message with Bible verses, which you'd accomplish with both exegesis and eisegesis. In other words, I'm wanting to make a point. Let me cram a few Bible verses in here to give credence to what I want to say. Versus preaching the gospel is actually getting out and preaching the gospel, which is that we are sinners, we are incurably sinners, and we have to come to Christ laying down our life of sin and turning to him instead. That is what is important. And uh, I'm not saying that every single message always has to call for a, a sinner to repent, but the message uh, that you hear in church should absolutely bear with it the elements of the gospel itself, which is completely absent because repentance is one of these things that is never mentioned. Why? Because it means what you're currently doing is wrong, turn around and go this way instead. Now, of course, if you're saved, you're probably, you're probably moving in that direction. But as we battle our, our daily lives with sin, we always have to live in a repentant attitude. And I'm actually going to summarize the chapter on repentance from this uh, John MacArthur book called Only Jesus. I think the late, latest edition, I think, was 1988. No, 2008 is the latest edition. 1988 was the first time it was written. This is one of the book, best books I've read in a while. <clears throat> um, I just read it just in a couple days this last week, and it summarizes the gospel perfectly. And it covers the various elements of, you know, what is the gospel message. And then it goes into all of the different parts. So we're looking, we're looking at repentance and faith and justification and discipleship and the cross. And I thought that his in discussion on his chapter on repentance was just an amazing section, which is so relevant for us today. So if you can find a copy of this book, I'll link a, a, a link to it in the description there. But if you can find a copy of that book and read it, it is absolutely fabulous. One of the better books I've read in a while. But in this, he kind of breaks us down a couple of different ways. We look at three elements of repentance and three ways that manifests itself in our life. So the elements, of course, of repentance, we have to turn to God. We absolutely have to turn to God. There's, there's really no way around it. Repentance means that we were walking the ways of our Father. Remember the first couple of verses, the first three versions, uh, verses of Ephesians chapter 2, right? And uh, in Ephesians chapter 2, I wasn't planning on reading it, but let's go ahead and do it since I have a Bible sitting right in front of me here. You were dead in your trespasses and sins, which you formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air and of the spirit that is now working on the sons in disobedience. Among them, we too all formerly lived in the lusts of our flesh, according to the, to the desires of our flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. So the first element is we live in our natural life doing things that are brutally offensive to God. And the first element of repentance is we have to turn to God. And in doing so, we cannot turn to God while we're putting a foot in the world. Uh, James 4.4, 4, you adulteresses do not know that 
friendship with this world is hostility toward God. So the second element of repentance is we have to turn from evil. So turn to God, turn your back on evil. Okay, evil's over here, God's over here. You cannot look at them both at the same time. You have to turn your back on evil and turn instead and look at and focus on and uh, and focus on God. Now the um, Ephesians 2:10 details the last part we have to have an intent to serve God for God we are God's workmanship in Christ Jesus under good works which he had prepared in advance for us to do is what he says in Ephesians 2:10 so those are the three elements turning to God turning away from evil and a desire to serve God with the things that he has called us to do now how do we do all this well repentance itself carries with it uh, it carries with it a heart a spirit and an attitude he describes so that we have an intellectual component. Do we recognize intellectually in our mind what is going on in the world and do we recognize the sin that are in those things? And that is kind of that, that first element is we need to know what God has said. And this is why we have such an importance to understand and to study and live by and become students of the word. Because unless we know what the word is, we cannot possibly understand what repentance is because we have this component that's intellectual. Do we understand in our mind that the things that we do are sinful? If you don't, you're just ignorant to the things you do are sinful. But does that excuse us? The answer is it does not excuse us at all. It, it doesn't matter because God has written his law on our hearts. The second component is the emotional component. We have to emotionally understand what repentance would mean. Um, the best verse on this is 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. For the sorrow that is according to the will of God produces repentance without regret, leading to salvation, but the sorrow of the world produces death. In other words, breaking it down, the sorrow according to the will of God produces repentance. This is that part of the Holy Spirit comes into the world to convict us to show us our sin that we may repent sorrowfully before God not to turn in and say hey we're just the most wretched beings of all woe is me but no it's you're sinful come to me I am the light I am the healing there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus says Romans 8 1 all right, and then the last part of this is a vocational. This turns back into that intention to serve God. Are we going to continue to live our lives in this short period, just running around continuously doing the things that we know are sinful? God has decreed they're sinful. They're absolutely sinful. Are we going to continue in that sinfulness, or are we going to turn our back on all of that and instead focus on God? Are we going to focus on the things that he prepared for us to do? Again, going back to that Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, where God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So that is the element of repentance, that it requires us to look at the sin in our life. It requires us to see that what we are doing is offensive and to transform, align ourselves with God, turn our back on the sin, focus instead on God, and do the things that he has called us to do. That is a message of the repentance that we oftentimes do not hear. So when somebody asks, is the gospel preached to this church? Don't say, yes, he reads a Bible verse or two here and there. 
he has a few messages. Ask, is the actual message one of repentance? In other words, does it convict you that the way of the natural man, the natural woman is sin and our imperative then is to transform ourselves back and turn to the righteousness of God found in scripture, not into the righteousness of social justice, not into the righteousness of solving the problems of the world, but the righteousness of God, which is to go out into all the nations and preach the gospel and make disciples of all people. So that is what we have to say about repentance. Again, this book is called Only Jesus by John MacArthur. Um, I might do a couple other ones out of it as well, but uh, that is just one of the better books I've read in a while, and uh, I'll go ahead and put a link to it in the description down below. Thanks for coming along on this daily walk, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. <laughs>